This is the Do Weekly Podcast, a weekly challenge podcast for small business owners by small business owners. I'm Natalie McAleese, and this is my musically talented co-host, Alex Vasquez. My arms are tired after that. After. Nobody believes that you were just playing the trombone. I don't even believe I was playing the trombone. I believe that what I was doing was making ridiculous sounds that were coming out of my face. (laughs) Yeah, that's about right. On a scale of one to very impressed, how impressed were you? Moderately. That's still a zero. No. Moderately is definitely above zero. Okay, I'll take it. Zero is not impressed at all. Well, I I think you would be impressed with what I saw today. What did you see today? I saw a homemade Tesla coil, and I got electrocuted a little bit. Oh, no. So... I suppose that's the danger of a homemade Tesla coil. Yeah, uh, I was visiting our local NPR affiliate here in Pasadena, uh, KPCC. Uh, 89.3 streaming live support us at kpcc.org they are not an underwriter or sponsor of this podcast i should mention well they don't sponsor anything they need people to sponsor them that's right so go sponsor kpcc right now (laughs) just like i do so um anyway yeah so i got to visit a radio station take a tour meet some radio personalities and i got electrocuted so it was pretty badass Seems like a pretty complete day. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm here. Uh, Oh, and I also scored some deliciously spicy peppers from the farmer's market. Well, I hope that you're not going to eat them and make yourself sick again. I ate part of one of them, and Mm -hmm. it hurt real bad, Natalie. It's like you just never learn, Alex. The best lessons to never learn are the ones that are most costly, fatal, or painful. I'm not sure about that. I read that on a quote. It must be true. Was it a quote by Alex Vasquez? I hope so. Because you know what? By the way, nothing is, is more awesome than when you quote yourself with text over an image with your name on it. Like, that is the ultimate. That is the ultimate move. You mean like create a meme of your own quote? Yeah. I mean, is it really a meme or... I don't know. I don't know that it qualifies for that, but I've seen people who have posted images with text on it with their name, and it's a quote, and it was serious. I see that all the time. I feel like that's a really douchey move. (laughs) I guess it is. I feel like I want to create like an Instagram account called Your Shitty Guru. Got to make sure we got that parental Just advisory sticker. Just call those sticker. people out. Yeah. I'm going to make it like... They're quoting themselves. Yeah. I'm going to make it right now. All right. Well, can you wait till after we record the podcast? I sure can. Okay. Sounds like a plan. All right. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? Look, I just told you how I was doing. I feel like you don't pay attention oh, to me. Oh, gosh. All right. I was just being polite. Well, don't be polite, Natalie. Just tell me... Like, did you have a good day? You seem perplexed. You seem a little, like, just done. 
I had an intense day. And for once, it's not my fault. I feel like it's not usually your fault. Told you. I don't know what you told me. Natalie, are you are you ready to start crying? <laughs> My brain is tired and broken. <laughs> I feel like there's not much I can do to help. I can only <laughs> exasperate and agitate and laugh at me. And <laughs> but that's what friends are for. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, like mm-hmm. like a good neighbor, stay over there. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah I, I appreciate your support. If nothing else, that's what I'm here for. Okay, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Why are you perplexed? What's going on? Oh, Nathan and I had a actually really productive day working on um, assembly schedule appointments, but it was really intense, so it just took a lot of my energy. I feel you. That makes that makes sense. But we got almost a whole new feature built in just one day. And again, I think that is amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that, that's really cool. So uh, it's a new feature for Simply Schedule Appointments. Cheap plug. Uh, if you want to own your data and schedule meetings seamlessly and simply, this is the plugin for you. And you have a WordPress website. Oh, and yeah, must have WordPress website. <laughs> Although, have you considered doing that as a SaaS? We have, actually. It's yeah. on it's on our roadmap. Interesting. I, I'd be interested to see how that goes. Uh, how that goes. Very cool. So, uh, what's up? You want to talk about something else? We could talk about last week's challenge. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> last week's challenge. <laughs> what? Did I say it so boring? You had to overreact. No, I, you know, just on a, on a separate note for our listeners, I grapple with, I feel like I grapple with some level of depression, maybe not like a deep depression. Like a lot of times I don't feel like I'm up to snuff with a certain task. I don't feel like I'm good enough or I deserve something. And then I feel like I often overcorrect to where I'm like, yeah, I'm Superman. And then I just kind of do the complete opposite thing in, in this overcorrection. So there's no happy medium. So sometimes I really have to overdo it <laughs> when I talk about this week's challenge. All right. Well, this is last week's challenge. Last week's challenge! I guess whatever gets you through the day. Yeah, I amuse myself. Okay. Someone has to. It's true. Last week's challenge, we we basically, the, the challenge was for us as small business owners, for you as small business owners, to evaluate your business and see if there are any opportunities for you to create an additional stream of income. Uh, is there another product or service that you could be offering from what you're doing that, you know, that you could make some money with? Yeah. I had some thoughts on that. So I had a couple things. I had a couple of ideas. Okay. And well, let's like, hear them. I'd like to share them both with you. So the first idea was uh, something that I've been thinking about is doing like a one-day in-person workshop uh-huh. uh, to you know help build someone a very basic but functional website that has that's SEO ready that uh, 
you know, like if they're going to sell stuff online, like it's configured to take payments and the products are inserted, the images are uploaded, like all of that stuff, like basically take someone in one day and just for like one business owner, right? Like just do like a day rate and, and offer that because that's something, it's not something that scales. Like it's never going to scale with you. I don't think, uh, unless you change the model, but I feel like everyone's thinking, well, how can I scale what I do? How can I, um, how can I offer something smarter? How can I, how can I work less and offer more? And I think when you do that, it's very hard to deliver consistent value because, you know, I think the value that's provided in, in these packaged services, um, whether they're like an online course or something that something gets lost in the value, I think, because not everyone's looking for the same thing. It's just a hypothesis I have. It's, it's not adapted to everyone. Right. Which, and which is why I don't want to do this in-person workshop for more than one person because everyone's going to look for something a little bit different. So just doing just a one-on-one workshop, I can pay full attention to just that one person and then, you know, like work out the details just for them and make sure that the session is exactly what it is that they're expecting and what they need it to be. So that's something that I'm actually working on an ad campaign for right now. So I have an idea of what the process would be, like how I would onboard them, what information I would take on before we start doing the work. And it would be aimed at people in the greater Los Angeles area because they, you know, they're going to be most easily able to attend the workshop in person. It would need to be an in-person thing. So they got to deal with me for like six to eight hours. But at the end of it, they get something, you know, usable. But they have to deal with you for 16 hours. Hey, it, that's the price of progress. Oof. It's so, a big ask. It, it, <laughs> it's a big ask, <laughs> but I think, uh, I think it's definitely something that's worthwhile. So that's, that's what I think. Any, any thoughts on that? Like, is that a good idea or is it a bad idea? Because not all of our ideas are good. But, you know, I, I think that doing things that don't scale and really delivering on value makes it a compelling offering. That's the assumption that I have. So is it your plan that people would come in with nothing and leave at the end of the day with a website? Yes, they, they're either leaving with, or they're starting with nothing, or they just have something that is not working for them. Like, not working as in, okay. the site may not be broken, but it's not working for their business. Okay. Because... Your, your site can be broken in a number of ways, right? Yeah. Like not from a traditional standpoint, things aren't loading, but like it's not attracting people. And when people do find it, if they find it, they're not converting. That doesn't work. You might as well not have a website, in, in my opinion. And I see that way too often. So that's why I came up with that. That's why I think a non-scalable, high value, like time investment, it's going to be exhausting for everyone, but I think everyone wins. And you know, like there's hosting that I can put them on that I can recur, uh, make recurring revenue from after that initial engagement. You know, there's the initial upfront cost and then, you know, there's ongoing money to be made there too. So. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, do you want to, do you want to share yours? Cause I have one more that I want to oh, do. You can go ahead and share your other one. You're very polite. So the other one, <laughs> and I talked to you about this, given that we do a lot of work with WordPress, I'm 
strongly, strongly considering building a plugin that lets you create proposals and manage them inside of WordPress. Um, you know, like anyone that's in a service-based industry, you know, has to write proposals to win jobs, right? Like you're going to put together an estimate or a, just kind of a long-form detailed proposal uh, that covers scope, pricing, methods, all sorts of things. Like there's all sorts of competitors out there like Better Proposals, Proposify, FreshBooks offer some sort of basic proposal. I think they do, yeah. And so there's a lot of SaaS products that offer this. And, you know, I'm a big fan of trying to self-host some of these things where it makes sense, you mm -hmm. know, and you have the bandwidth for it. So you and I both use a self-hosted invoicing solution. We, we use the same yes. one. It's called Sprout Invoice. Mm -hmm. So, and it's a great product. Why not proposals? You know, this is something that would require a lot of bandwidth, like resources, time, money to build the thing, but there's no other plugin in, in the WordPress space that does this. And I think offering a free version and a paid version, I'm assuming that there's a lot of freelancers who do WordPress stuff who would be all about it. Yeah, I, there's, there's definitely a lot of freelancers in the space. And I can tell you from experience, the trick with the free and pro is to get the right balance of features so that the free version is still useful to a lot of people and gives them enough features that they can see what using the plugin is like, but then a good portion of people are going to want to upgrade to Pro to get the additional features. Yeah, and you see that's stuff that I haven't really thought about. So I'm just putting together a list of the features that I'm proposing, and I think it's a good time to strike with this type of plugin because, you know, with WordPress kind of changing its web editor mm -hmm. interface... Like, I think the new web editor UI called Gutenberg, I think it, it's perfect for this sort of thing. Okay. I, I mean, I really do. Um, so I got a product idea and a service idea. And I'm more inclined, like, I've got the starting, I, I got the inklings and, and makings of the service-based idea because I'm already working on ad campaigns and a landing page specifically for that. And with the proposal plugin with the proposal product i think i'm better than 75 percent like this is a thing i want to do okay. I, I think this would be great all right and that's that's my story and i'm sticking to it that's your ideas that's my ideas those are some good ideas well thank you coming from you that means a lot because i know <laughs> that you hate most of my ideas like oh my goodness you like, make me sound like the worst person in the world no no but look i look i have this Bag of oh, peppers. Yeah. Stop playing with your peppers. We're recording. I'm sorry. You're not going to eat one now. No, no, because I would be useless. But <laughs> look, I mean, doesn't this Carolina Reaper pepper just You're look obsessed. like death? Doesn't that thing look painful? Don't eat it. It's like it was genetically modified to hurt. Don't eat it. I'm not going to eat it now. <laughs> Later, maybe. Anyway, so less about me, more about you. So talk to me. So I found this challenge a little bit challenging because, you know, I already have a book, well, two editions of a book. I already have products in addition to my services. So I was just thinking, oh my gosh, what else could I add? No. 
And the reality is that right now, with how intensively Nathan and I are working on simply schedule appointments, I won't have time to really put something else on my plate until that's launched and finished. I'm more finished state, I guess, since some of it is finished. Okay. Well, well, let's look at a better tomorrow, though. You know, like yeah. let's 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 make believe. Like what, what <laughs> make do you? Believe. Well, let's look at you know the make future. Make believe that I don't need to sleep. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's let's make believe that actually it's not make believe. Let's let's look into the future. Yeah, look into you know? the future. So you've got you've gotten the things done that you need to get done. You've got more time. You've got more room on your plate. What do you put on it? Well, I have been toying around for a few months now with the idea of a side business that actually isn't related to what I do all day. Okay. Um, and, you know, maybe after Simply Schedule Appointments is completed, I'll have time to do something. So I, I messed around a couple months ago with the idea of starting an all-natural organic cotton candy company. And I decided against going with that just because all of the licensing and inspections and things for a food yeah. business are just really rigorous yeah. and strict. And, you know, not what I'm used to (laughs) in a web design business that doesn't require any kind of licensing or inspection or anything. Uh, So I'm now looking at another type of business that would be um, just for fun and would encourage people to get out and explore their city more. Okay. Um, So it'd be like a subscription type thing where you'd get a fun adventure to go on okay. on a regular basis and it would be you know really off the beaten path kinds of things that even if you had lived in a city for a long time you may not necessarily have learned about these things so that's the idea I'm kind of toying around with and I I do work on it you know on a weekend once in a while when I have a couple of hours yeah. but I I don't think I'll be able to really put a whole lot of time into it until after the, <laughs> the product I'm working on now is more complete. So that's, that's my idea. I think that's really neat. And that is the, the thing that I like about it is, I mean, even though the challenge technically was to look inside the business, but I still think that you completed this challenge. I've done a lot of things inside my business. You have, you have like, I, I think that you make uh, a good argument. There's a there's a solid cause for looking outside because with running a business, tunnel vision I think comes with the territory. So I think it's smart and I think it's brave to look beyond what you've been doing to try to do something else. I, you know, what I was going to suggest for you hmm. is becoming a mentor, like a life coach or some sort of coach in that sense, mentoring. Um, you know, women business owners. Yeah, that's something I could think about. Well, I mean, I'm just full of good ideas. <laughs> I know. Look at these peppers I bought. You're just, will you put those down? <laughs> you're just brimming over with good ideas. I'm an idea factory for other people. Like for other people, you dear, have ideas for yourself. Well, yeah, they're they're just hard. It good things Anything are hard. Worth doing is hard. Why is that funny? Moving it's on. It's not a double on. <laughs> so says you. <laughs> if it was on. easy, everyone would do it. Yep. 
Stop twisting what I'm saying around. For the record, I said nothing. Except you chuckled. I didn't chuckle. I didn't even chortle. You're chuckling and chortling. At you. Because because it's your fault. But uh, no, I think think these are... Like, I like the idea because you do like to wander. Like, I mean, you you travel, you explore. Uh, and I think that living in the greater Los Angeles area, like, it is the perfect expanse of urbanism to kind of wander around and, you know, find... It's so massive. It's so massive. And, you know, there's a lot of stories to tell no one knows about. But, yeah, I, I think it's a good idea. Okay, good. And I will use a lot of, you know, I'll, I'll need a website, I'll need business cards, I'll need all these things that I can use a lot of the skills that I have. So it's not that far outside my business. No, it, it's definitely in the wheelhouse. So, um, but yeah, I, I think we crushed this challenge. Yay. Nobody has to make cookies. <laughs> oh, where'd you get that trombone? Just, um... Just have it in my backpack. Buy e-bags. E-bags. Good oh, backpacks. <laughs> They're not sponsoring us either. <laughs> but y'all should. Just saying. Yeah, everyone should sponsor us. Everyone should sponsor us. Especially people who are advocates against cursing. Oh. I don't, I don't know that they'd really like to hear what you have to say. It's a podcast with uh, a parental advisory tag. Something I remind everyone about every episode ever. So, we killed that challenge. We did. Go us. We're awesome. We're awesome. You're awesome because you did it, right? You did it. Please tell us. Somebody, tell us. Yeah, no one's answering. No one's answering. I don't hear anything. They're they're downloading, but they're not answering. (laughs) We know you're there, so please tell us. Um, Okay. So that leaves leads us to next week's challenge. Such a fanfare. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a big deal. It's next week's challenge. Well, next week's challenge is to do some planning. <sighs> you hate planning? Oh, Why do you hate no. planning? Planning is... Hard. I like how you're making it out like this is the worst challenge ever when it was your idea. It wasn't my idea. (laughs) I just said I wanted to do like a to-do list. You're like, oh, planning sounds like a great idea. And now we're here talking about planning. I love planning. Oh, Natalie, why do you love planning? Why should we care? How will it make my life better? And how will I make more friends? Please go. I don't know if it can help me make more friends. Well, it already sounds dumb. But it can help you set your priorities mm-hmm. and help you focus on the things that are important for your business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it can help you to feel more organized and less stressed. Okay, okay. And it can keep things from slipping through the cracks. So, I feel like there's a lot of ways that people can organize their day. Like, bullet journaling is something that's annoyingly popular right now. I tried it once and I hated it. It just 
doesn't resonate with me. It doesn't really appeal to me either. Um, You know, but people have Todoist and they have all sorts of productivity apps and special types of planners. And I bought a planner. I'm like, I'm going to use this thing. I didn't use that thing. I used it two days and I'm like, "Mm, I'm done. Why do you think people who set out to be more organized in their day-to-day, in your opinion, why do you think people fail? And then what do you do? I think that um, I think that where people fail is that they don't set aside the time for it and they don't keep up with changing and shifting priorities and tasks. Because if you sat down and made a plan last Monday, by now, it would be totally changed. Sure. Because things just change. Things just change, yeah. Things change all the time. And everybody has a different way that they prefer to plan and organize their day. And the trick there is to find an organizer that accommodates your personal style. Yeah. Or to just make one. Just write it out or type it up. Well, you don't have to do a bullet journal, but like last year I couldn't find what I needed and I just designed a page in Illustrator. Like I didn't put a ton of time into it. I just made something that was what I needed and then printed out. You know, you could go take it and have a bunch of them printed and bound if you wanted to. Yeah. But what I did is I just took it. I printed it. I printed three of them and then had them laminated. Yeah. And then I could write on them in like a dry erase. Nice. With dry erase markers and, a, and remove it every day. Mm-hmm. So they were removable, but then I didn't have to. I could still keep two days worth as history if I needed yeah. to refer back to it so it wasn't gone. Okay. Which is why I didn't do just one. Interesting. Yeah. So I kind of flipped through them. You know, you could do five or ten or whatever to keep a week or two's worth of history uh, if one day isn't enough for you. I, I often would jot little notes down on it that I would need yeah. to refer to later. Um, so it was helpful to have that history there. But I am a big planner. You <laughs> so are. Every morning I take a few minutes at the start of my day and plan what I'm going to do that day. And I set my three MITs, most important tasks. And you, you set three? Three. Why not five? Five is just not realistic. <laughs> it's like seven-minute abs. Oh, wait. I'm going to do six-minute abs. You can't do that. Six-minute abs doesn't make any sense. Anyway, I'm picking up what you're putting down. So <laughs> three MITs, most important tasks. So three. Three. Okay. Every day. Okay. Now, okay, keep going. I have questions about this, but... Okay. And then I also will then take and block out my whole day. So I have a, like a rough schedule of my day hour by hour and I block that out. Okay. From nine to 10, I'm going to work on this from 10 to 11. I'll work on this from 11 to one. I'm going to work on this project for a client and I break my day up like that. Okay. So, I mean, that, that doesn't sound like super high tech. It's like you're, you're breaking your it's all on paper. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and I appreciate that. And you know, for, for those who don't know you, you you kind of set a plan for the year, for the week, for the yeah. month. Like you yeah. you get into it. Like I was I'm, getting there. I'm not. I oh I'm sorry. <laughs> Keep going. I'm gonna shut up now. <laughs> then what? I have a a big dry erase board in my office, and I divide it in half. It's not divided in half. I just draw a line, 
And on the right hand side is my plan for the week. So every Monday morning, I will plan all the stuff I'm going to tackle for the week, which is more than three tasks. But I actually try to keep it to no more than five or six things that I'm going to focus on so that I'm not spread too thin over too many things. Yeah. Makes sense. And then the first work day of each month on the left side of the whiteboard, I do my plan for the month. Okay. And again, that's hopefully no more than five or six things that I'm just focusing on for that month. Okay. So, I mean, that's, that's a lot of stuff. And I don't think for the challenge, like we want to try to tackle a month. Like if we can get, if we can tackle our day to day in maybe like a week, I think that would be a good challenge. Yeah, it sounds like a lot, but it's not as much as you think. I think starting day-to-day is good, but I think having the longer-term plans is good, too. Yeah, Because it helps guide what you're choosing to put on your list each day. Okay, that makes sense. When I'm choosing what to work on each morning, when I'm making my daily plan, I'm looking at my weekly plan, my monthly plan, um, to see where I'm going. When I'm creating my weekly plan, I'm looking at my yearly plan and my monthly plan. Yeah. And when I create the monthly plan, I'm looking at the yearly plan, like, what am I (laughs) trying to accomplish from there? So definitely, you know, starting by doing it each day is good. But I think also having that longer term view is helpful as well. Okay. Interesting. So I guess with the three most important tasks, like, what if you get done with all of them in one day? Like, do you just heap more tasks in or do you just purposely not add more to the day because you know like there might be a lot of stuff to do you know like more than there's three always things. a lot of stuff there, to there's do. you know as my old kitchen manager used to tell me back in high school alex there's always something to do stop dicking around there's always something to do right yeah. so how do you i guess stay on track and uh keep in just keep focus because i i think it sounds like it would be very easy to kind of teeter off the path that you've set for yourself. So mm-hmm. how do you, how do you handle that? Well, that's why I do the, this plan for the schedule for the day where I'm okay. actually saying from 10 to 11, I'm going to work on this. Yeah. So what happens is, okay, if I said from 10 to 11, I'm going to work on something and I end up finishing it at like 10:50 or 10:45, often I'll just take a little break. If it's just a few minutes, Mm-hmm. You know, I'll take the opportunity to get up from my desk, walk around, maybe, you know, tidy something up, do a little errand, walk out to the mailbox, something like that. If it's more time, like if I blocked out two hours for something thinking it was going to take a really long time and it takes me 20 minutes, then I'll just move up the next thing on the list. If it was the last thing of the day, I keep a running to-do list of little tasks that are somewhere between like five and 20 minutes. And I'll just see how many of those things I could knock out. And sometimes that list just starts to pile up and I'll just like block out an hour or two of my calendar to just work on that list and kind of knocking it down a bit. So another thing, and I don't know that this necessarily fits into the challenge or not, but the one thing I would say I do a pretty decent job with is when my day is done, my day is done. Like. Mm-hmm. I am just done. I like if I get more client emails, I snooze them until the following day. Uh-huh. Like any any work related tasks, like I'm done. Like by six p.m., that's. I mean, I would say by five p.m. is usually my cutoff time. Like I'm done. No more work. 
like I might do work related stuff related to personal projects, you mm-hmm. know, like not not client stuff, but just things that I'm trying to learn. So that sort of thing. But how do you handle that? Do you think that you could be better at that? Uh, like in terms of like hitting the, the off switch on, on your work days, like how do you how do you deal with that? What do you think about it? Yeah, I try to keep a pretty strict end time of six PM. Do you stick to it? I do. Okay. And you know, once in a while I've got a deadline or I've got something to do mm-hmm. and I'll make an exception, but I I am pretty strict about it. Okay. Okay. Um that I stop work at that time and just go and do something else. And then I, I will kind of Stop a couple minutes before six and jot down some notes for myself if I'm in the middle of something. Yeah. I'll jot some notes for myself about like, oh yeah, I'm in the middle of this. This is what I'm doing. So that when I come back in the morning, it's easier to pick mm-hmm. it up because I won't necessarily remember. But yeah, I do try to be pretty strict about ending work. And protecting your, your time yeah. in general. Yeah. That makes sense. What What's the best way to, to get started? Because I mean, you say this stuff isn't hard, right? <laughs> But, it's not hard. But let's let's break it down to like the, the basic steps to get started for a day in a week. You know, okay. like there's the three MITs. Like if you were to bullet point, like here's what I recommend. What would that be? Like it, it, as far as the processes go. Yeah. So for a business, your the most important things that you have to do are first of all the things that directly earn you money. So in the case of you and I, a service based business working on a project for a client. Yeah. Right. That's that's what we directly that's how we directly earn money. If you have a product, it would be selling the product. Right? However you're gonna do sales. Like however you're closing sales. Yeah. Whether that's something you're doing in person or something that you're doing online through a website, like that's gonna be your number one priority. Right. Is how am I selling? How am I making money? And then the next most important task that you have to do are the things that don't that indirectly earn you money basically so like for you and i for a service-based business that would be things like networking with clients and writing proposals yep um having phone calls with prospective clients yep uh all kinds of activities like that yeah uh it can also extend to running ad campaigns doing different types of marketing advertising those kinds of activities yeah and I feel like something like this will definitely benefit me because I do feel like I float through the day and I just do the things that I have to do, you know, and I get them done. And so like, that's pretty, I I feel like I still get things done, but obviously things slip through the cracks as, as we learned earlier today, when <laughs> Natalie asked me, Hey, how's this stuff coming? I'm like, what? Um, so I think that there's a lot to there's a lot of benefit from you know just having a simplified uh in intention action filled list of some sort or plan if you will so yeah so i think i could do this i don't like it because you know i you know me i like to wing it okay i have to say that probably the part of this that ended up being the biggest benefit to my business and just my mental health was the actual schedule where I block out time. Oh, and I actually have my, the sheet that I made is a, for download on my blog. You so if you should, want to try it. We should put it on the Do Weekly Podcast. We'll put it on the Do Weekly Podcast site in case anyone else wants to try it. So you could try that. Hmm. 
And um, I was really resistant to that idea of scheduling every minute of your day, which comes from Deep Work by Cal Newport, his book. And I was really resistant to it because I just thought, well, that's ridiculous. Why can't you just work off a to-do list? But what I would find is if I had a to-do list of 10 things that needed to get done, I would do one thing on the list and then I'd sit there looking at the other nine things going, hmm, what should I work on next? Hmm, I don't know. And then it was so hard to decide that I'd look on Facebook. Yeah. I'd be like, mm, well, let me think about it while I read Facebook. And, you know, the next thing I knew, it was an hour later. Yeah. Damn you, so, Facebook. <laughs> I know. So having the daily schedule really helps. And then it also helped me to make progress on bigger projects. So a lot of times, you know, a client's website isn't something I can finish in a day. It's a project that's going to be going on for weeks or even months at a time, depending on how big of a website it is. And that helped me too, to block out consistent time to work on that project. So here's four hours this afternoon. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to focus on this one project and then just making sure that I'm surfacing time on that project yeah. at least every couple of days so that I'm making consistent progress on something ongoing. Because I did tend to kind of procrastinate on it until I realized, like, oh, my gosh, this site has to be done next week. Yeah. <laughs> and then I would try to get it all done all of a sudden. But now I make more consistent progress along the way. Okay, perfect. By blocking out the day. So I think that's probably the, the biggest impact okay. of the plan. Interesting. Well, I think I can give this a run. I can give this a run. I can do the thing and make magic happen and turn around my productivity and make every day a lot more eventful. Yeah. Get more done. The important part of it is actually not just writing down the plan, but sticking to it and constantly reviewing it and making changes to it well as you need to. So we've all had that experience where... I think I'm going to spend my all four hours of my afternoon working on this project and then something comes up, right? And it, and it's urgent and you have to do it right now. Well, go ahead and like go back to your schedule and rearrange it a little. You don't have to go crazy, but just like kind of draw a line through what you had there before, put the thing you're actually going to work on, estimate some time for it and think up front, like before you jump into this urgent task, like how am I going to shuffle the rest of my day to make room for this, to keep sticking to it. And then I also make a point of reviewing my goals every night before I go to bed, my daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly goals every night to just kind of track how, you know, what kind of progress am I making on this? Yeah. It's, you know, if it's Wednesday, I'm halfway through the week. Am I halfway through my weekly goals? If it's the middle of the month, am I halfway through my monthly goals? You know, it's, we're coming up on the end of the year. How am I doing on those yearly goals? Yeah. So not just writing them down and then putting them away somewhere and forgetting them, but consistently coming back and reviewing them and yeah. making changes where you need to because yeah. things change, priorities change, new opportunities come up. Like, things change, so go ahead and change them. Like, they're never written yeah. in stone. Perfect. Okay. Well, I think the challenge then is to plan your week. Yeah, let's start with week and day. We Plan your week, plan your day. Three MITs. For each day. For each day. You could do five or six for a week. Five or six for a week. So there it is. Get to it. That's your challenge. Everyone get busy. And it sounds pretty doable. It's extremely doable, especially with my handy planning sheet. Ooh, Natalie's (laughs) planning sheet. We should ask for email addresses before people can download it. 
I think you're not allowed anymore. Yeah. All right. Well, we're just going to put it up there. You download it. All that's Give all. Give us your to... email address if you like it. Yeah. And uh, you know, like if you want more of this information, more of this content, there's a few places you can find it. In fact, if you wanted to follow us on social media, you could do it on Instagram or on Facebook. Nope. <laughs> nope. You could do it on Instagram or Twitter. At Do Weekly Podcast. Sounds right to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's say you're like, wow, these people are great. Where else can I listen to their podcasts? My answer is wherever you download fine podcasts. But in particular, you can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Pocket Casts, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Google Play, literally anywhere you get podcasts. <laughs> You will find us. You already mentioned Spotify? Yep. Yeah, Spotify. That's right. We finally got on Spotify. We finally got on Spotify. Aren't you glad? And aren't you lucky? And you can also head to our website, doweeklypodcast.com, where we'll have the download of my planning sheet. Mm-hmm. And we've got show notes for all of our episodes and all of our past episodes, so you can listen and get show notes and handy links for any episode. That's right. There's no excuse <laughs> not to consume the fuck out of our content. Pardon my language. I didn't That's mean... That's why we have the explicit tag. Um, yeah. Again, sorry. I'm working on it. But if you want our great content, you know where to go. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I, I just feel like I should have planned for this. Like you should have planned how to wrap up the show? Yeah, I should have planned how to wrap up the show. So, um... Yeah, Natalie, why don't you uh, why don't you take over here? Well, we're all going to head off and plan our week and our days. We'll meet back here next week to talk about how it went and cover next week's challenge. Oh, a nice little cliffhanger there. So, for the Do Weekly Podcast, I'm Alex Vasquez. I'm Natalie Macleese. And we're here to remind you to keep it doable, and we'll see you next week. See you next week.